Blog Talk Radio. Oh, in love, 
Thank you. Take it all the way, take it all the way till all that's left is you. And the sun's light down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me.
ladies, I believe that sometimes all we have to do is just lean our head back.
Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on tonight. Welcome to Prolific Fire. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the Lord will be the Lord will be a blessing to you and that the word of the Lord will be a blessing to you as well on tonight. Let's pray before I get into it. Father God, thank you for this revelation on tonight. Thank you for the life that is going to touch on tonight, God, because you know what your people need, God. I'm just your vessel, Lord God. Help me to yield myself on tonight, God, so that you can use me however you see fit on tonight, God, so that your name may get the glory. Not my name, but your name. Use me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Once again, welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Let's get right into it for tonight. And I pray that you can hear me okay. Beloved, more than likely, what you planned for you would not be what God has planned for you. More than likely, what you don't plan for yourself would not be what God has planned for you. But there is a way that you can prepare for the turn of events because it's going to change. But there is a way that you can prepare for the turn of events when it happens. Let's talk. That's what we're going to do tonight. We're just going to have a conversation. We're just going to talk. As a matter of fact, I'm quite sure what you plan for you would not be at all what God has planned for you. Over and over, the Bible tells us as much. The Bible hints at it as much. Over and over, your Bible says things like, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Remember it says that? For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's Isaiah 55, verse 8, 8 through 9, from the New King James. Okay, think with me. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. If his thoughts are not your thoughts, and his ways are not your ways, and if both his thoughts and ways are higher than mine, then how could my plans possibly, how could your plans possibly be anywhere close to what he has planned for you, planned for me? Plans are not even close. As I said, your plans are not even close to what God has planned for you. Hear me, your, plan, your plans, what you got planned for yourself next week, the next couple of years, is not even close to what God has planned for you. Remember the words of 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 from the NIV. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. I'll read it again because it's good. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, Neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Again, that's First Corinthians 2 and 9, NIV. God has some things planned for you that's going to blow your mind. God has some things planned for you that's going to blow your mind and the mind of those that know you. 
God has some things planned for you that's going to blow your mind. But not only is it going to blow your mind, it's going to blow the mind of those that think they know you. Things that the human eye has not seen nor ears heard. Again, since the human eye has not seen or ears heard such things, how can that be a plan that you and I came up with for ourselves? It says in the scripture in First Corinthians two and nine, NIV, that it that his plan, what he has prepared for those that love him, is something that eyes have not seen and ear and the ear has not heard. So, if that's true, we know that the word of the Lord is always true. How can that be something that you and I came up with for ourselves? It can't. And in Proverbs sixteen and nine. And in Proverbs 16 and 9 from the CEV, it lets us know even more. It lets us know for sure. But the scripture says, we make our own plans, but the Lord decides where we go. You can make your plans, but the Lord's still going to be the one that, that decides. We make our own plans, but the Lord decides where we will go. That's, that's a good scripture for somebody that's planning a job change, planning to move to a different location. You just got plans. You can make your plans, but the Lord is going to be the one that decides where you will go. There's there's Proverbs 16 and 9 from the CV. So go ahead. Make your plans. Make your plans. But God will be the one who decides where you go. God will be the one who actually decides what happens. Hear me, somebody. God will be the one who actually decides what happens. You see, we think just because the Bible says God should give you the desires of your heart, we're about to get what we want. That's what you think. I know that's what you think because that's what I thought when I first read that scripture. Just because it says God shall give you the desire of your heart, we think in our human nature, we think that we're about to get what we want. It's like, oh, yeah, God, I'm about to get what I want. If I just align myself in you, I'm about to get what I want. But what if... God give you the desire of your heart. It actually means God would dictate to your heart. But what if God give you the desires of your heart? It actually means God would dictate dictate to your heart his desires. In other words, he would tell your heart what to desire. At least that's the revelation of Psalm 37 and 4 that God gave prophets Juanita Bynum. That's the revelation that God gave her about that scripture. And I was like, wow, wow, God. What if it does mean that you're dictating what my heart is to desire instead of giving me what I think I want? That's something to think about. But, love, that's why it's vital that we keep our hearts before the Lord because on our own, we don't know what we really want. One day we want this, the next day we want that. We so, sometimes we're so indecisive about what we want. We don't even know how to pray it right. That's why the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will help us to pray because we know not to pray. We know not, we know not what to pray as we ought. We don't even know what to pray. We need the Holy Spirit to help us pray because a lot of times we don't know what we want. We think we want one thing one day, and then the next day it totally changes. It's like we're bipolar before the Lord in prayer, and that's not good. The love, 
that's why it's vital that we keep our hearts before the Lord because on our own, we don't know what we really want. Tonight, we're talking about, we're having a conversation, we're talking about, for all of of those of you who are just joining, just tuning in, we're talking about preparing for God's plan when it may not be your plan. Preparing for God's plan when it may not be your plan. Is there a way to prepare? Is there a way to prepare? Unfortunately, I know all about plans derailing, as many of you do, I'm sure. Unfortunately, I know all about plans derailing and nothing going the way that I thought that it would go. I know how it feels to be inwardly watching my biological clock. I know how it feels to be inwardly watching my biological clock because I want children. Yeah, I said that I want children. Only to have friends that mean well. I know you mean well. Friends, I know you mean well. Friend, I know you mean well. Only to have friends that that mean well. Try to encourage me using Sarah as an example. And I'm like, who says I want to be 90 years old having a baby? Who says I want to be 90 years old having a baby? That was good for Sarah and good for Abraham. But who says I want to be 90 years old? having a baby. I don't. But so far, God's plan has been eight sponsored children and two beautiful goddaughters. I know how it feels, those of you that thought you would be married by now, but you're still single. I know how it feels, those of you that thought you would be married by now, but you're still single. In 2002, I thought I met the man I would marry. I thought I met him, y'all. I thought he came right to my door. I was going to have a testimony. I thought I met the man that I would marry. I was into him. He was into me. And both our grandmothers approved. And both our grandmothers approved, which was super important to me. That was super important to me. Gave him four years of my life only to be still single today. And my grandmother, she's deceased now. And so she can't approve or disapprove of anything anymore. But still, God had another plan because that's what we're talking about when plans switch on tonight. When when you're preparing for God's plan, just in case his plan is not your plan. But still, God had another plan. And he has my full attention, seeing that I'm not married, and having to concern myself with pleasing my husband, as the scripture says in First Corinthians, for those of you that, that are married, your attention is split. It's supposed to be split. You're supposed to be concerned also, concerned also with pleasing your husband. First Corinthians 7 and 34. Read it for yourself, First Corinthians 7, verse 34. But as for me, it's all about God over here, and I'm good with that. Don't get it twisted. I'm good with that. It's all about God over here. Last but not least, unfortunately, I know what it feels like to not be doing what I thought was my ultimate goal after getting saved. Unfortunately, I know what it feels like not to be doing what I thought was my ultimate goal, was my calling after getting saved. You see, all I wanted to do was stay at that church. I'm not going to call no name, that church, and get officially licensed 
along with the other preachers. I just wanted to sit on the road with the ministers, you know, sit up there and get get my license with everybody else. I just wanted to be accepted there. I just wanted to be accepted there and preach when it when it was my turn on Friday night. We had church three times a week. Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I just wanted to preach when it was my turn on Friday night. Because that's when the ministers preach. That's when the pastors that have, that's when the preachers that have been licensed preached on Friday night. I just wanted me a Friday night. I just wanted my turn. Or as they say these days, I just wanted to shoot my shot. I just wanted my turn. So much for that. After some years had passed, God started closing the door on all of that. God started closing the door on all of that. How many of y'all know that if you won't leave a place, God will help you leave? That's a word for somebody. If you won't leave a place, God will help you leave. He will cause something to happen so you can leave. And that's what that's exactly what happened to me. He caused something to happen so that I can leave. And the fault wasn't on me. It's not my fault. He fixed it just right so that I could exit. Because God had another plan. And now I minister weekly all over the world, talking to you, getting to know so many great, wonderful people of God. And I minister weekly all over the world via Blog Talk Radio. I love when somebody contacts me and and lets me know that they've been listening in another country and they're being blessed. I get to minister all over the world via Blog Talk Radio. So much for Friday night. So much for being licensed with the ministers, with the preachers in that particular church. Still did it hurt to know the anointing on my life was not fully accepted in a place I once proudly referred to as my home church. Did it hurt to be rejected for someone else after four years? And does it hurt to not have any biological children at my age? You want me to be honest? Of course, it does. And of course it did. So how do you prepare for God's plan when it may not be your plan? And that's the title of tonight's message. So how do you prepare for God's plan when it may not be your plan? The title of tonight's message, because I didn't officially say it, is preparing for God's plan when it may not be your plan. So how do you prepare for things to just totally flip on you, totally change? For that answer, let us look at the life of Jesus. I'm always going to point you back to Jesus on prolific fire. Yes, I told you part of my testimony, told you part of what I've been through. But still, I'm going to point you back to Jesus because ultimately it's all about him. So let's look at the life of Jesus prior to going to the cross. This is him prior to going to the cross. In Luke 22, verses verses 42 through 44. There's Luke 22, verses 42 through 44 from the New King James. And this is the foundational text for tonight. Jesus said, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, 
not my will, but yours be done. Then the angel appeared to him, sending him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. You see, it was God's plan for Jesus to go to the cross. It wasn't Jesus' plan. He submitted to it ultimately, but it was not his, his plan originally. You see, it was God's plan for Jesus to go to the cross. But now that the time was almost here, but now that the time was almost here, Jesus found himself struggling in his flesh. Jesus found himself struggling in his flesh, wondering, could there be another way? Could this cup be passed from me? He was struggling in the garden, wondering if there was another way. We've all been there wondering, could, it, could, it, this, could, this, could this have been done another way? Could this have been avoided altogether? He was wondering, could there be another way? Could this cup be passed from me? So we find him in the garden praying, earnestly praying as hard as he could for this cup, uh, this cup, for this thing, this cup of suffering to be passed from him. At one point in the text, Jesus is, is so stressed out in agony that he started sweating blood. He is so stressed out in agony at one point that he started sweating blood. But in the end, Jesus saw that there was no other way. Somebody ought to give him glory for that, for, for getting himself together and doing what he didn't have to do to save you and me. Thank you, Jesus. Give him glory for that. But in the end, Jesus saw that there was no other way. And so he surrendered his will to the Father, saying, Father, not my will, but yours be done. In the end, he saw that there was no other way, so he surrendered his will to the Father, saying, Father, not my will, but yours be done. That in itself is a powerful prayer. That in itself is a powerful prayer to pray. Father, not my will, but yours be done. Because what you have to remember is that God looks at the heart of a person and the heart of a situation. He looks not only at the heart of a person, but at the heart of a situation. First Samuel 16 and 7. And he knows what's really going on with a person. This is a word for somebody. And he knows what's really going on with a person, what's really going on with that person, with that situation, with the situation, before you can even begin to know. God already knows what's going on with that person, what's going on with that situation, before you can even, even begin to know. So my best advice to you is one word, surrender. My best advice to you is surrender your will to the Father. Whatever you have planned, whatever you plan for yourself next week, in the next two years, the next five years, or whatever, whatever you have planned, surrender it to the Father. Now, that might mean praying harder than you've ever prayed in your life thus far, crying, kicking, screaming, stressing out, etc. Because you're human. If Jesus went through all those different emotions in the garden to the point that he's stressing out and 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 bleeding, then I know that, that you're gonna have a reaction too. So if you gotta cry, kick, scream, stress out, whatever you got to do because you're human, surrender. 
that's how you prepare for God's plan when it may not be your plan. You surrender. Surrender your will to his. Father, not my will, but yours be done. But at the end of the day, no matter what, at the end of the day, let it all come back to you. Trust in God. Let it all come back to you. Trust in God more than you trust yourself. Told you I got one word for you. That's how you prepare for God's plan when it may not be your plan. Surrender. Surrender. Surrender in prayer. That's how you prepare for God's plan. By putting what you thought, what you wanted aside for his will. If I had to do it, then you have to do it. If Jesus had to do it, then I know, know for sure, you got to do it, I got to do it, and everybody else on this earth that really means God some good, you got to do it too. You got to do it too. Father God, look upon everyone. Look upon everyone. Look upon that one especially struggling to surrender their will to you. Look upon that one especially that's struggling to surrender their will to you. Be patient with them as you were with Jesus in the garden. Because when they finish crying, scratching out, feeling sorry for themselves, etc., going through all the emotions, all in their feelings, etc., they will surrender. I decree and declare they will surrender. Father, not my will, but yours be done. That's it all tonight, beloved. Politify your family. That's the key to it all. Surrender. Father, not my will, but yours be done. In Jesus' name, amen. If I never get married, Father, not my will, but yours be done. If I never have any biological children, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, but yours be done. If all I ever do is sit in front of my computer screen and minister all over the world, Father, not my will, but yours be done. In Jesus' name. You know what your stuff is, what you had planned. Insert your name in there and do what I just did and say, I surrender, Father. Father, not my will, but yours be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Somebody, you need to be saved. Surrender your will to the Father. Confess that you are a sinner and need Jesus to be your Savior. That's all you got to do your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. The Bible says that you will be saved according to Romans 10, 9 and 10. This concludes tonight's message. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation or perhaps you're already on the phone lines, if you're already on the phone lines and you need prayer, I want you to begin the match one on your phone and I'll be right with you. But if you need prayer and personal Bible-based consultation and, and you don't want your prayer live on the air for whatever reason, it's too personal, this is your opportunity right here. You can call or text me, 865-408-8690, anytime, 865. If I miss your call, I'll call you back, 865-408-8690. There's 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolivify at gmail.com. As I said, if you're on the phone lines, go ahead and press 1. I'll be right with you. The phone rules, as always, are wait until you hear me say hello and probably greet you before you begin to speak. That way, not only will God hear your 
prayer request, but I will hear it as well and proceed accordingly. You got a few more minutes because I'm going to get an announcement. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or cash app info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire. That's paypal.me slash prolific fire. The cash app is this ministry's name as well. It's prolific fire, the P and prolific is kept, the F and fire is kept, the written all together. Prolific fire with a dollar symbol in the front. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at prolific fire, on Instagram at Prophet Sazy, prolific fire ministry Facebook page. And check out prolificfire.com as well. You can do everything that I name. You can send in your private questions. You can donate. Also, you can sponsor some wonderful children through WorldVid right there on the website. Uh, if you don't want to do it through the website, but you you, you want to talk to me personally about it so you can get a, a better understanding, reach out to me at the number that I just gave. Again, it's 865-408-8690. There are wonderful children out there that need sponsors like you, like me. As I said earlier in the message, I sponsor eight. I have no regrets, and I'm asking you to join me in the process. Love on a child. Just because you don't have no biological children, there's no excuse. There are children out there that need love. Come along with me and help me love on some children that really need it overseas. It's just $39 a month. And the $39 is combined with other sponsors in that particular community. No, they are not sponsoring the same child that you're sponsoring. They're sponsoring their own child in that community. But the money is combined to do the the greatest, the greatest good, they have the greatest impact. With all of that being said, for those of you that don't get your prayer request in on tonight and you don't want to reach out and talk to me, your next opportunity would be to join my sister in ministry for Faith on the Line with Prophets Pay. Join Prophets Pay for Faith on the Line with Prophets Pay for prayer and encouragement. The Lord is always there, and I suggest you be there with us as well and get your prayer request in. Even if you get it in tonight, still call back and be in that atmosphere because, as I always say, in that type of atmosphere, you will receive something from the Lord. There's no way that you couldn't. Open up your heart and call in and be prepared to receive. Call in at the same number that many of you call tonight and be ready. It's Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That's Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Call the number that you call tonight, 347-426-3782. Then join me, yours truly, Prophet Stacey, right back here on Political Fire. Same night, time, and place for another word from the Lord. From the Lord. And give me a second. I'm going. To, I'm coming to the phone lines. It's going to take a minute because I was not looking at my studio screen. Here we go. Okay, look right there, no live prayer request, but I just gave out all my information. You can reach out to me, feel free to do so, or if you want to wait till Friday night, that's fine as well. All we care about around here on Polyphify, on Faith on the Line, is that you get in contact with God and get your needs met. So if you want to do it later or Friday night, that's fine. Until then, everybody, God bless you. Have an awesome night in the Lord.
I'm out.